Well, hello, everybody. It's, uh, it's May 16th, and this is the fourth edition of the Ryder Cup podcast. I'm Rich Poland. And I'm Stacey Ham. And uh, we're back, uh, not in the studio today, so if you hear uh, clicking on the floor or barking, that is our podcast mascot, Osmo the, Oz- the Aussie Doodle. Yep, Osmo's always around. So please Gotta have her. Try to, stay, try, to, try to stay quiet. So today we're going to obviously go over where things stand in the uh, Ryder Cup. And uh, we're going to also talk about the President's Cup the week before the second major of the year. Yeah, exciting. Who's, who's, who's the favorite, you think, going into, going into Kiowa? Rory with the wig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got to say Justin Thomas. Yeah, Justin he, Thomas is a good pick. You know, uh, yeah. of the top guys, I mean, really, really, who's in form? Uh, Nope, nobody has been in great form. I mean, Rory won last week, but that was coming out of yeah. nowhere. Just like Jordan Spieth winning, yeah. coming out of nowhere. Spieth is playing, playing better. He's probably, I, I bet it's got to be Rory, Spieth, and Thomas. And, and you got to throw a DJ, obviously, right? You know, until John Rahm doesn't win one, I think John yeah, Rahm, always, to me, is the guy I'm always looking to. How did he play this week? Uh, John Rahm did not play great this week. We'll go, we'll go over, uh, he was tied 34th. 34th. Um, yeah. So it'll, it'll be great. That's a, that's a fantastic course. Yeah, it's going to be a great course. It's been course. a Ryder Cup course. Yeah. For how many times? Two times. A couple times. A couple, couple times. times, yeah. Um, so before we start, we're, we're just going to uh, uh, talk, about, talk about how we got into this. Uh, I've said before, I started listening to podcasts with Dr. Death, being a neurosurgeon, and, uh, and Dr. Death was fantastic. But uh, after that, started to listen to things kind of more in terms of my little interests, like like Washington football team and 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 some of the comedy guys I listen to, like like View from the Cheap Seats from the Sklar Brothers. Well, I I like I said last week, I've just been listening to Think Like a Monk, Rich. I'm on that path to freedom. <laughs> well, if I if I thought like a monk, maybe I would have made it at Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, you don't have much, and you just go with it. Well, anyway, if you're interested in doing something like this, it's free. Uh, the Anchor app is, is easy to use. Uh, they'll even help you uh, get listeners, get, get uh, sponsors. So uh, go ahead and go to their website and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and it's really easy to start. So uh, let's talk first about uh, how uh, the tournaments this week yeah. may have affected the Ryder Cup. Uh, again, we never get the standings until... Uh, tomorrow for how it's affected the standings. So for now, we can only kind of speculate. But uh, on the uh, PGA Tour, the AT&T Byron Nelson uh, from a new course. What do you think? What do you think of, of Craig's Ranch? It was too easy. It's too easy. Too I, easy. I don't like the 20, 25 under pars. Twenty five under par, and when it's lift cleaning, uh, clean in place, makes it way. It makes it too easy. It's that first day when it's not just you know there there was I think Jordan Spieth and. Who else was it? Uh, was it nine under nine under par after the first round? And but it wasn't just that they were way ahead of the field. There were a bunch of eights and a bunch of sevens and a bunch of sixes. I it just didn't didn't seem right. No, that you know it, it's I don't know if it's a good test to call. Maybe they needed more wind or something out there. But it was not that. JJ Spawn. It was J. the J. other guy. JJ Spawn. That's right. He played well. Yeah, in case, uh, where's he? I don't know. San Diego State. San Diego State, State guy. The last one, one of your guys. Yep. Um, so uh, the winner, uh, Cage Lee. We've we got to get the Cage Lee right. we, we got to get it right. We're not Hank Haney. Neither <laughs> was Hank Haney. Um, Beautiful swing, by the way, Cage Lee. 
and he played well. I mean, he stood up to Burns right away. The first couple holes, I mean, he took he took control of the tournament. Sam Burns has had a fantastic year. I mean, yeah. he got his first win a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, another second place finish. He's moving up. He's moving up the ranks of the Ryder Cup. Sam Burns, and he's looking. I mean, he might be a wild card this week for the P, this upcoming week for the PGA. He he's might be. Been very consistent. Been very consistent. It's just he's he's not swinging as hard as Bryson DeChambeau though. <laughs> Bryson did not have a good week. We'll get we'll get down to Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> we'll get down to him. Yeah. Um, We're gonna meet him where he's at, right? <laughs> tie tie third. Um, the, the the one who's probably most germane to the Ryder Cup is Daniel Berger. Kind of a, a shot of 64 to get to 21 under and tie third. Daniel Berger came into the week 10th in the Ryder Cup standing, wow. so he may jump a couple spots uh, with a third-place finish. And there's another good guy with a good, might be, he's pretty consistent. He might have a good shot next week, this upcoming week at PGA. Does he have the most unique swing for anyone who's been a high-level golfer since Jim Furyk, you think? Really Is his more, you know, you, you being more of a golfer, is his swing, you know, stranger than Matthew Wolf's? It's not as strange as that, but it's close to it. It really looks to it. You know, when I watch, you know, being, being a tennis player, it, it kind of looks like a tennis swing. It and looks like, yeah. With his father having, you know, been, was my, one of my favorite tennis players when I was playing competitively. I'm really surprised. You know, you think a lot of times in pressure situations, guys with swings like that don't hold up a lot. But, I mean, he stood the test of time with the swing. Absolutely. Uh, Scott Stallings also he's he's had a run of good play lately. Yeah. Um, and Patton Kazire. Patton Kazire is one of these guys. You know he came off. He he was he was the number one finisher on the uh, was it the web.com at the time at the time. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the Corn Ferry Tour and came came out on the PGA Tour and he won he won two tournaments. He was he was the Jimmy Walker one year winning on the wraparound. Yeah. He's. He looks like he looks like he has a swing that should last, but he just he hasn't played well. Hits the ball far. I mean, he's a big guy. Just I don't know, but he he finishes the time of top ten, lots of top tens, right? Well, not, not well, recently, not recently but, but, but this week he did. He uh, shot a sixty three today to finish uh, tied third. And Charles Schwartzel has played well lately. Played well recently. Did you see that putter of his? No. They said never try it at home. Like it was a weird putter. Where he, it's a center shafted putter, but it's almost like an opposite. It was a weird putter. I don't know. Now I, you, you know, I don't play golf very often. You know, I pretty much only play with you once a year. Well, when you, except when you, for this year, you had your first round without me. So. First round without you. Yeah. Well, usually, usually, you know, yeah, you can only play with me once a year because you don't have to tolerate somebody, you know, spraying balls around once a year. But I played it at at uh, at Illahay Il- 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 Hills yeah. in Salem with some with uh, a friend of mine, Jimmy Healy. And uh, it, was, it was fun. It's, it's, a, fun. it's a good course out there. It really is. Now, he had a putter. And, and one hole, I left my putter back in, back, you know, in my bag. And I used his putter. The grip was so big, it was easy. It made it easier, I think. It, yeah, thick grips. If you ever want to put a thick grip up, I have a couple at home I can give you. Nice. Yeah. Um, but it's a, you, you know what it's like to play with me. I hit some really, really nice shots. It's really good shots. And then I hit some, hit some really shots. Because you're a tennis player. I'm a tennis player. But you love golf. I don't know where to stand. So sometimes it, you know, it, I don't. I stand too yeah. far away, and sometimes yeah. I stand too close. But then when I stand at the right place, I think I hit it. Okay. All right. Next time we're out, there, I'll give you a hint as to how to stand closer to it or farther away from it. So let's see. Yes, uh, the other top ten uh, for the European, Seamus Power, uh, tie ninth. I don't think it's going to help him for the Ryder Cup, but it helps him keep his keep his status. The Irish lad, huh? Irish lad. Yeah, we talked about him last week because. The, the the Irish kid who was on the on the Walker Cup team was not yeah, his that's brother. That's right. That's right. He yeah. figured out it was not his brother. Uh, 
Johnny Vegas had a tie ninth, but he's not in position right now. Uh, also, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth, uh, 18 under, another good good showing, but his, his putter kind of let him down yesterday. He yeah. was right in there yesterday, and he three-putted from 16 feet on, on was it 15 or 16, and, and uh, never really was in it today. Uh, other guys who finished finished well, Luke Donald. Haven't seen a Luke Donald. Uh, good Sighted in a long time. Yeah. Right? Uh, Harris English tied 13, continuing his good season. Will Zalatoris tied 17. He's another guy to watch out for next week, Zalatoris. I uh, thought Kuchar was, was going to be a week for Kuchar. Yeah. He played really well. He was 67, 66, 66, but he shot 70, 73 today. 73. Wow. That's a, on this course, lift clean in place? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Probably didn't hit too many fairways, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, Lee Westwood uh, tied 21st. Uh, as well as Carlos Ortiz, who's who's in President's Cup position, Mark Leishman, uh, Cabrera Bayo, who's chasing Ryder Cup uh, slot, um, Alex Noren. Uh, yeah, Alex, Alex Noren was in the was in the was, last group, second to last group yesterday. Yeah, but he was. A, but seventy four today. Hmm. Oh boy. Uh, let's see who else. He's kind of lost his game, has he? A little bit. A little bit. He was yeah. so hot a couple of years coming into uh, coming into uh, the 2018 Ryder Cup. Yeah, he was hot. And played well. Uh, John Rahm, we said tied 31st. Not a great week for him, but you know some of these guys are just preparing for the for yeah. the for the for the PGA. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama came back to get a to get a tournament in before the PGA, tied 39th. I always find it. I always find it odd guys that play a week before a major. You know, you think you would just kind of take a week off and play at practice at home. And Tiger always took a week he off. He always took a week off. And Phil liked to play. And Phil liked to play, yeah. It's very interesting. I don't understand the mindset. I mean, I Jordan likes to play. Jordan likes to play, yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have here? Scotty Scheffler tied 47. Not a great week. Um, let's see. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau finished 10 under, so he kind of got a couple shots at the end of the day. Uh, to shoot 69, but not a great week. How do you like his chances next week? You know, I don't know the course well enough. I think it's tight. I think it's narrow. Lots of... Not tight courses do not favor him the way he's playing now. I mean, he's already did a TPC the last day, you know. It wasn't a good showing. So, uh, missing the cut. So, our, our guys who missed the cut, I mean, you know, do we really have to, you know, highlight Ricky Fowler anymore? Maybe not. Did you, did you see the thing about uh, Jason Day? What do you... You know, you told me about it yesterday. I guess he's not gonna. So Jason Day, because he fell out of the top fifty in the world, was not eligible for the U.S. Open without qualifying, and he could have gone to qualifying, but decided to skip it for a corporate outing. Yeah, he's getting paid more than he's probably gonna make going to the tournament. <laughs> the five thousand dollars. It's strange, though. It's strange. Uh, Do you think a guy like Jason Day, maybe he's having some back issues and he can't qualify? It, it's possible. But I mean, qualifying. Qualifying is tough, right? It is for the Open. I it's know. probably the toughest one to qualify. I mean, the Open Championships are tough to qualify for. Unless you're playing a lot of tournaments and you're in top tens, you automatically get in, but or top three or whatever, however they do it. But yeah, it's a tough... Maybe he's just not healthy enough or not playing well enough to qualify for. So uh, Sergio missed the cut. He actually 65 the first day and then 75 to miss the cut. Wow. Um, Brooks Kepka missed the cut, but I think in Kepka's case, he was just trying to get, you know, yeah. trying to get another tournament before he, before he went to well, uh, yeah. Kiowa. I was listening to the um, commentators and they were saying that he's really striking the ball well. They watched him on the range and the first couple, the first round, he, couple rounds he played well. He just didn't score, but they said he's playing well. He's hitting the ball well, so. Okay, and that's uh, anyone else yeah. who, there's a guy, where, this guy, the guy who I'm gonna talk about later, J.J. Henry, he's J. still J. out Henry. there. 
He's still out there, huh? Still out there. Um, we talked about Matt Every. Matt yeah. Every still out there, a Florida Gator. Yeah, I mean, wow. All right, let's uh, let's go to the European tour. Yeah, European tour. What a week. So uh, yeah, talk about a journeyman. This is a, yeah. This is a uh, this is like remember that time that Ken Duke won? I think at the Travelers and, and like kept his card for a couple of years yeah. before he made it to the uh, to the seniors tour. It was Richard Bland, a forty eight year old. I mean, we have nothing against forty eight year olds. No, absolutely not. Richard Bland, Belfry British Masters, he wins. That's a good win. So finishing, he won in a playoff against Guido Migliosi. Who's won a couple times on the uh, European tour, I think. So Guido Migliosi, Guido. I looked up. I looked up Guido. He uh, is twenty four years old. He's from Vicenza. Oh, Vicenza. We passed Vicenza when we uh, when we we were in Italy a couple years ago skiing. We yeah. we passed there. He has three wins on the Alps tour. I didn't know the Alps tour was a thing. That must be like the European yeah, version of the Canadian be, right? of the Canadian tour or something. Wow. Because the Challenge Tour is their version of the Corn Fair. Yeah. So the Alps must be like their Canadian tour. Alps Tour. But he, he won the, the Kenya Open in so, March of 19 and something called the Belgian Knockout. Oh, uh, oh just be a yeah. match play or something yeah, is, in, in yeah. 6 of 19. Um, so young, 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 young kid young. to watch. But Richard Bland, interesting story because he, I heard him being interviewed this morning and he was saying that he was preparing to come over and qualify for the, uh, PG, the Champions Tour. But now, since he's, he's a two-year exemption now, he says it just opens up all the things, options for him. So, really yeah. interesting guy. Good for him. Also said his, his aunt, they interviewed his family, his aunt told him, come over, Sonny, we're going to make you some dinner. So, this was, this was the first tournament where, uh, of the European season where they're back in the UK. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, they played at the Belfry, a Belfry, classic yeah. Ryder Cup yeah. course. Four, four, four times. Hosting. Four times. Uh, so, uh, guys who you recognize... Uh, Andy Sullivan, uh, he five six, yeah, famous top. famous for dunking it on seventeen, 17. to lose a match with Rory when they paired him with Rory in sixteen. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Eduardo Molinari is tie eight. Good to see yeah. uh, him in form. Uh, Danny Willett tied eleventh. Danny Willett's been playing a lot. Yep. Yeah. Um, other guys who have played in the Ryder Cup before. Uh, let's see. Well, there's Bernd Biesberger, who's all, who's close to Ryder Cup position. Not a great week. Tied thirty fourth. Yeah. And I saw Jamie Donaldson, who's played in the Raider, Ryder yeah. Cup, not in form, tied 57th. Thorborn Olison, it was great. Uh, yeah. Didn't he? He played really well. He played well, yeah. At, at uh, in Paris, he did. He really did. He beat uh, Jordan Spieth like a drum in singles. Yeah. And he just had a baby. I think he took a little time off supposedly. Last week, the Portugal was his. Uh, the Canary Islands was his first tournament back. Uh, Lucas Beregard, who's a good, Lucas another Beregard. good Danish player. Yeah. Uh, by the by the way, by the way, our, our, our poll question for last week, yeah. which was what country should get the next what was it? Uh, tied between Sweden and Denmark. Yeah, it was good. Uh, let's see, who else? Anyone anyone else? Stenson's gonna be captain then, huh? Yeah, Stenson would be a good captain. Yeah. He will be captain yeah, someday. Yeah. Stenson uh, or Willie Westwood first. Westwood's older. Yeah. And I don't see I don't see anybody else of, of kind of Ryder Cup interest. I think it's right before the the major PGA. I think a lot of big guys that play. But Danny Willett's in the PGA and he's played over there. It's a long trip haul, you know, to come back and play. So it'll be interesting to see. All right. Well, uh, let's get to let's get to standings then. Yeah. Um, so for the U.S., not a lot of change from last week from Rory's win last week. In fact, 
you have to go down to uh, uh, you have to you have to go down to I think Gary Woodland to see any significant change in the standings. Yeah. So uh, yeah, or DJ one, Bryson two, Justin Thomas three, Colin Marquawa, Xander Shoffley, and Brooks Kepka. They're in the six automatic spots, and then and then the next six. Patrick Reed, Tony Finau, Webb Simpson, Daniel Berger, who should go up this week, yeah. Jordan Spieth, who may go up this week, and Billy Horschel. So we have 13th, Cantley, then English, Scotty Scheffler, Max Homa, Jason Kokrak, uh, Zalatoris, Palmer, uh, Ryan uh, uh, Palmer, Matthew Wolf, Kevin Kisner. Gary Woodland was up from 26 to 24, 22. And that's really the only significant change. Sam Burns was 24 going into this week, right? Sam Burns was. This is twenty four. I had him, so he must have gone. He must be hit. So yeah. Well, so so, I I think it would be great if Sam Burns is in the Ryder Cup. And you know why? I was thinking about this. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're really really old, like much older than us, like ninety years old, and you hear the name Burns, you think about like George Burns, yeah. the old entertainer. But for anybody our age or younger, when you hear the name Burns, what do you think of? You think of you think of Frank Burns from MASH, yeah, yeah. awful, you know, the, the, the evil, <laughs> That's the evil right. Frank Burns, not just evil, but incompetent and yeah. evil, yeah. And, it, and, and, he, and he cheated on his wife <laughs> with hot lips, and then if you're younger than that, you think about C. Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons, <laughs> so I, I, mean, I mean, Burns has been like the, 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 the worst surname in American pop culture forever, so, so um, I, I pulled this, so, so if, so if, uh, if Sam Burns gets a Ryder Cup position, do, do you cheer him? Or, or is it like this from, from The Simpsons? That would be that would be in Europe. They would say, <laughs> "I like maybe it." Maybe maybe if there's a bunch of Simpsons nerds like well, me and Sam and Sam Burns was playing, people would stick, would yell out, "Boo Burns!" I love it. Boo. <laughs> oh, that's good. I think it would be great if, if if Sam Burns makes it. He should play with Webb Simpson. Then you can have Simpson, Simpson and Burns. Burns. <laughs> who, who am I playing with today, Smithers? I. Oh, you're playing with uh, Webb Simpson, sir. That's great. Boo Burns. I love it. <laughs> um, European tour, not a lot of change as well. So, so remember the European tour has this weird thing where they do the, the world points. The and European. So who are the top four in the European? The top four in the Europeans? In the European points. Uh, it would be Rory, John Rahm, Victor Hovland. Fleetwood. And Tommy Fleetwood. And Hatton. And Hatton. Yeah. And then, and then they have, after that, they take people in on world points and remember, they did that so that you know guys like Paul Casey, who, play exclusive, who yep. played exclusively in the U.S., don't don't get uh, uh, excluded. So there, there you get Victor Hovland and Lee Westwood, Victor and, Perez as well, right? Uh huh. And Victor Perez, Paul Casey, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and uh, Robert McIntyre, Sergio, uh, and uh, Danny Willett. Yep. And just outside, Shane Lowry, Justin Rose, Bernd Wiesberger. Um, uh, all the way down to, I mean, the guys, the guys that are interesting kind of further down, you know, 
I really thought Matthew Wallace was going to be on the next ride. So did I. He was playing so well. Just playing so well. Yeah, he's still consistent, but he's a little bit outside. Cabrera Bayo had a decent week this week, yeah. and then you know Stenson is twentieth. When I when I do my when I do my standings, I kind of go down to Kucher and Stenson. Stenson. You know, I figure Kucher. The Americans love Kucher. You got to make team. him a coach, then. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to yeah, be. A I think both those guys are going to be assistant captains. There's no way they take Stenson when you have Mike McIntyre and you have all these younger players that are playing well. There's no way. I mean, that team's so good with Rory and John Rahm and Fleetwood and Hatton. The big, the big move around the Europeans has been Hovland. So yeah. Hovland, a couple weeks ago, I'm looking at, I'm looking at my rankings from, from the second podcast where Victor Hovland was ninth um, on the European team based upon world points. He's currently the first... On world points. Wow. So so he's gone from 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 being basically ninth on the team, um, which would have needed the captain's pick, to being fifth on the team. Yeah, you know he plays a lot of tournaments, and 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 he's the best European. He's playing the best right now out of all Europeans. I mean, Rory won, but Rory before that was not playing well at all. Victor Hovland's probably the best player and most consistent. The most certainly. consistent, definitely. He still lives in Oklahoma, too. I wonder why he hasn't moved. He said he just... He lives just, in Oklahoma? Yeah, that's what he said. Now, my parents lived in Oklahoma for many years, and, and I, I will tell you that Tulsa is actually a lovely city. Uh, good food. Uh, I, I've pra- never been to Oklahoma City. I, 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 does he live in Stillwater? I think he does. How do you practice in the wintertime there? I mean, I've been to Stillwater, too. I had a dog that had surgery in Stillwater. Really? Um, had, a, had a herniated disc and was paralyzed, and the veterinarians in Stillwater... Uh, took out a herniated disc and 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 uh, got my dog walking again. It was amazing. The Ventura kid said he still lives there as well. Really? Yeah. I guess I guess being from Norway, they don't they don't know any better. They don't know any better. I think they moved to Florida. Victor Hovland's making a lot of money out there. He needs to move to Florida and get no taxes or something. You know? Yes. Save some money on taxes. Um, so uh, on the President's Cup side, um, for the U.S., not a lot of change. Uh, the, the President's Cup standings are, are very different from the Ryder Cup standings. Uh, and the biggest, the biggest discrepancies are, for instance, Brooks Kepka is 6th in the Ryder Cup standings, 27th in the President's Cup standings. Uh, Jordan Spieth is 11th in the Ryder Cup, 18th in President's Cup standings. Uh, on the Ryder Cup standings, the guy who benefits is Harris English, who's 9th in President's Cup standings. And Kevin Na, who's 14th and close. I think we should take our... Uh... We should do it opposite. We should take the bottom ten, the 10 to 20 and only choose those players and see if we can beat them. <laughs> we can. But, the, they're, they're, you know, they're getting they're, better. They're getting better. So the President's Cup standings for, 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 the, for the internationals actually have a fair amount of flux because the international players are playing really well There's right good now. Ones, yeah. So, again, looking at, looking at the standings from a couple weeks ago, uh, Hideki has been number one for a while. Joaquin Neiman has jumped Cameron Smith and is now second. Wow. Cameron Smith third, Abraham Answer has gone from ninth to fourth. Wow, great form. Uh, Sun J M down one to fifth. Corey Connors down one to sixth. Uh, Carlos Ortiz and then uh, Garrett Higo is now in position as you would expect. I mean, he just keeps I mean, winning. I tell you, if you really look at those top ten players, those guys are playing some of the best players in the world right now. I mean, yeah. consistent players. And that you know. Then you get uh, the, the, other, the other South Africans, Bezudenhoi, uh, Lulu Ustazen, uh, Siwoo Kim, 
Matt Jones is 12th, but then you have good players. I mean, Leishman, Leishman is still outside the top 12, although he had a good finish this week. He might move up some. Um, the guys that you're really looking at towards, you know, their traditional President's Cup players um, are Brendan Grace, who's 23rd, Adam Scott, 34th, Jason Day, 35th, Charles Schwartzel right now, 49th. And KH Lee was 25th coming into oh, this week, right. so he'll, he'll bump KH up. He'll probably bump up. Yeah. You know, I would think he'd bump up around to where... You know Matthew Jones. What about the guy on the European tour, Burmaster? Burmaster, Burmaster, right? I, you know, is I, he high on the list? He, I think he's twenty second. He's twenty second. He's playing the He's doing. He's really playing well. He played well this week. Yeah, well. he did. He had a good uh, high finish. So he may make it. He might sneak up there as a captain's pick, maybe. Yeah. No. He's he's and he's he's a little older. I think he's 31, 32 okay. years old. Wow. But uh, it's been a good solid play. Solid year, definitely. So. Uh, Let's see. Before we get into our main topic for today, a couple couple things. So we're hoping to have our first guest on the pod in a week or two. Um, uh, my my uh, good friend uh, Bill Dubinsky, who the legendary uh, uh, the legendary color voice of Harvard hockey back in the day, and uh, former former uh, Harvard University golf. Uh, player until he got cut. Like I was a former Harvard University tennis player until I got cut. Uh, but a, a real expert in terms of courses yeah. all over the world, and he listened to our discussion last week of courses, and I had had some some valuable things to add. So we're going to try to get yeah. have a, have a call with uh, with uh, with Bill at some point. We're excited, Bill, to have you on and talk about some of the good courses we both played. I'll be interested. In it. It'll be really interested. Yeah, I'll have to stand it. aside. Yeah. I haven't played any of them. Yeah. I'll, I'm excited about that. Um, so what you know, we, we we talk a lot in the Ryder Cup about about the stars, right? But uh, you know what's really interesting sometimes is the story of some of the journeymen who who make it onto the Ryder Cup team. And uh, so uh, this week I looked at I went back uh, starting in 1980. I didn't do anything prior to 1980. I, I wanted to get guys kind of in our recollection. I also wanted to get guys during the era of uh, when we were playing the internationals. Yeah. And I looked for people, uh, for golfers, who had only been uh, in one Ryder Cup to see who would kind of qualify as the real, as the biggest journeyman, true journeyman to make the Ryder Cup. And I, and I immediately took out anybody who had won either the major, a major or... Um, or the players. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I figured, you know, if, you, if you're like Fred Funk, Fred Funk was not, he's a journeyman, but he but won the players. He won the players. And he was around for a long time. He only yeah. made one Ryder Cup, but he was probably close a lot of times. Yeah, he was a good player. Um, or you got a guy like Ben Curtis. Ben Curtis, although, you know, we remember him because he won the British, yeah. actually, for a little bit after that, was, he was, was, pretty, darn good. was a pretty good golfer, yeah. and then, you know... Lost is. I wonder if Ben Curtis is he, old enough to go on the senior. He's got to be getting close to right. Um, but you know, I, I took off Ben Ben Curtis. So this is just a list of people who have only made one, uh, who only were in one uh, Ryder Cup, uh, and this is alphabetical, of course. So Ben Curtis won a major. Jason Duffner won a major, and I wouldn't give. Jason Duffner was a darn good player. He's a darn good player. player. I don't know how Jason Duffner only played one round. He must have played some presidents. He stuff. must have, yeah. Um, so the first one that I considered was Jim Gallagher Jr. Oh, but you know he won five tournaments on 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 tour. I, I think if you won five tournaments, you're more than just a 
a journeyman. Yeah, I think so. How many is Fowler went on tour? Probably about five. About five, right? Yeah. But he wanted players. Yeah, he wanted players. Uh, Bob Gilder is from Oregon. Bob Gilder. I think he's from Corvallis. Wow. Uh, he won six tournaments on tour, so I, I cut him off. Uh, now, here is an interesting guy. I, I, I asked you about him, and you didn't remember him, and I barely remember him. Uh, a, a golfer named Ken Green. So, Ken Green um, was in one Ryder Cup. He played in 1986. How many tournaments did Ken Green win? So, I, I did not, I, he's not on my final list of, of the first four, um, of, of the first four journeymen, because he won five tournaments wow. on the PGA Tour. He won the Buick Open, uh, which is now the Travelers, the International, uh, beating, uh, which was a staple for a tournament. He beat Bernard Langer. The Canadian Open, another big tournament. The Greater Milwaukee Open doesn't exist anymore. And the Greater Greensboro Open. Which so he is. won five tournaments. But I, I don't remember this. So um, this is from, this is from you know, Wikipedia. During his time in professional golf, Green has had a reputation for rebelliousness and a propensity to pull stunts. He was the, he was, he was the true Happy Gilmore. <laughs> He's had over two dozen fines levied by the PGA Tour for his bad boy antics. Some of his antics included sneaking friends into the Masters in the trunk of his car, drinking beer on the course while playing with Arnold Palmer at the 97 Masters, Seriously? and hitting golf balls through narrow openings in sliding glass doors. <laughs> this is worse than John Daly. Yeah. Other fines were more mundane, like swearing, criticizing officials, and signing autographs while, while playing. He He's had a happy Gilmore. He had, to, he had to, unfortunately, some personal problems, depression, gambling, uh, leading to financial ruins, Ruin, and then and then eventually, uh, um, there's a story in 2003 where he jumped into a canal to save his German Shepherd from an alligator, and then he was in a motor vehicle accident and lost his leg in 2009. Wow! So uh, I guess he wrote an autobiography, uh, maybe something to read. Yeah, man. Hunter of Hope: A Life Lived Out uh, Inside, Outside, and on the Ropes. Wow! By He's Ken definitely Green. on the ropes. <laughs> so I'm not going to consider Ken Green. Uh, you know, he won he won five tournaments. So, he won so. the big international. Wow, this should bring that tournament back. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. All right. So we have, we have the first of my four candidates for the biggest journeyman okay. ever. And we mentioned his name already in this podcast, J.J. Henry. J.J. Henry. So I, know, I remember J.J. Henry. J.J. Henry, because when I took my, my, my boys in 2000 and 2008 to the, to, the, uh, to the PGA Championship at Southern Hills in Tulsa, J.J. Henry was, was probably the most, uh, the best autograph we got, because he's a writer. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, he That's was, the best autograph you got for the kids, J.J. Henry. Yeah, well, now I got Phil Mickelson. Okay. Uh, but, but, yeah, that was the best at the time, was J.J. Henry. J.J. Uh, Henry is from Connecticut. He was, the first, he was the first native of Connecticut to win what was then the Buick Open and is now, you know, the Travelers Championship right. in Cromwell, Connecticut. Uh, but he went to TCU. He went to Texas. He's a horn frog. Wow. Uh, he won that. He won the, the 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 Buick in 2006, and he's won two tournaments since. But they were both uh, opposite field tournaments: the Reno oh. Tahoe Open and the Barracuda. Um, so he actually has been in 20 majors, um, but his best his best result in any of those 20 majors was a tie 37th in his only Masters. Wow. Most of his majors have been U.S. Open, uh, and uh, his best WGC finish uh, tied tenth. So J.J. Henry played in one Ryder Cup, won three tournaments. Only one was not a wraparound tournament, 
and uh, best best finish in a major tied 37th, best finish WGC uh, tied 10th. Wow. So that's our first candidate, JJ Henry. So as I was going down, so some other guys who only won one, Wayne Levy, but he won 12 tournaments. He was he was a good wow. golfer. John Mahaffey was a good John golfer. Was a big golfer. Mark McCumber won a players yeah. tournament, good That's golfer. A good golfer. I don't know how he was. Like, you would think Mark McCumber would have been in you more than one yeah. Ryder Cup. Uh, Ryan Moore, uh, who you know, he won the final point for the for the 2016. Right. And yeah. I don't think of Ryan. I guess he's something of a journeyman, but I mean, he had a story career, uh, amateur career. He was a great USAM public links champion. Yeah, great career. Amateur. Yeah, so so I didn't put Ryan Moore on. I'm gonna skip the next one. I think I'll do the other ones that, that I didn't consider. Okay. Uh, Dan Pohl was in one Ryder Dan Cup, Pohl. but uh, he won uh, two tournaments, but he was one of those guys who was always in contention at majors and then lost the last day. Um, so he lost in the playoff in the 82 Masters. 82. Who, be, who did he beat that time? Uh, I should have written it down. That's all right. Uh, and it's also... Uh, top three in the PGA and, and the Open Championship. So Dan so Pohl was played well in, he uh, played well. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Roberts, another, he's not, not in this no. class of people. Bill Rogers, only, how was Bill Rogers only in one Ryder Cup? He won, he won the Open Championship. Uh, and, and then probably the last person who I didn't put in in the, in the, in the four journeyman was Boo Weekly. <laughs> what do you remember most about Boo Weekly? Right in the... Uh... <laughs> Doing a skip horse and skip thing. <laughs> Boo Weekly. I can't. How many tournaments did Boo Weekly win? Boo Weekly won three tournaments. Three tournaments. And he was pretty consistent. He was in, pretty darn consistent. Over about 10 years. He was a good yeah. golfer for about 10 years. All right. Well, that leads me to, to the other three. Uh, by the way, Craig Stadler won in 1982. Craig Stadler. Good professional. Yeah. What a good pro. And the sun's pretty good, too. The sun's pretty good. They look the same. They do look yeah. the same. The walrus. Yeah, the walrus. Okay. That's not what you want to grow up to be when your dad's called the walrus. You don't want to be the second coming of that. So, so the, the, the last three, so we have J.J. Henry, and my other three were Jeff Overton, Vaughn Taylor, and Brett Wetterick. Now, ironically, three of these guys played in the same year, which was 2006. J.J. Henry, Vaughn Taylor, and Brett well, Wetterick. What was going on the water that year? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> was it down here of the PGA Tour or something? Or not? I, it must have been. <laughs> yeah. It must have, I, I guess maybe Tiger was so good that everybody else was just, you know, forget about it. Go do, go do commercials like Ricky Fowler all the time. Um, so let's take these guys. So Jeff Overton. Jeff Overton is from Evansville, Indiana, went to Indiana University. And uh, uh, in 2007, he was second at the Wyndham Championship. Okay. That was his best finish on the PGA Tour. When he was picked... Uh, in 2010, it was actually Ricky Fowler's first year, and they were the first people to be picked for a Ryder Cup team who had never won a tournament, never wow. won a PGA tournament. Uh, and that's tied to, tie, uh, that second place finish at the Wyndham is his best finish in the PGA. And they're going to probably be the only two that were picked and never won a tournament and never win a major. <laughs> well, there now have been, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I think there have been more now, yeah. but, but um, Jeff Overton... The next year, in 2008, finished 125th on the, on, the, on the list, so he kept his card by one point. And then in 2010, he had a really good year. He finished runner-up at the Zurich, runner-up at the Byron Nelson, runner-up at the Greenbrier, and he may have won the Greenbrier. Wow. What, you remember what happened at the Greenbrier that year? What? No, what was it? Stuart Appleby shot 59 oh, on Sunday. Oh, that's the one he... Oh, yeah. Um, so 
uh, he, uh, uh, after that Greenbrier tournament, Jeff Overton got to number 50 in the world, which is the highest he ever was in the world. And he made the Ryder Cup team at number 50. Wow. Um, the in captain's pick? Captain's pick, right? Uh, I think he won on points. I think he got it on wow. points. I'm not sure. Uh, so in the majors, he finished 11th in the 2010 Open Championship. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and uh, he was 12th on the money list that year. He's a young guy. Was he just waiting for the Champions Tour? I mean, so no. Here's the thing. So it's it's kind of sad. Um, so he finished 125th again in 2015. In 2000, I'm not sure if it was 2016 or 2017. He had a herniated disc in his back. If the l- listeners who know, I'm a neurosurgeon. That's a routine so surgery yeah. for us. Someone botched it. Well, he, you know, I don't think they botched it so much as he got an infection. So if you've, ever, if you've ever had a back surgery, we always tell you a risk of back surgery is infection, but it's rare. It happens you know, less than 1% of the time, and you, you honestly don't expect it in a routine yeah. back surgery in a, in a young person. But um, he developed not just, a, not just an infection. Most of the time, if you have an infection, you can take some antibiotics. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you know, we go back in and wash, wash it out with some antibiotics. Yeah. But he developed... A bacterial infection in his bloodstream, and according to his wife, almost died. Wow! And he's never recovered. Never recovered. Wow. Never played in another, you know, Corn Ferry sad, PGA yeah. tournament. So it's it's kind of sad. Very sad. So do you remember what Jeff Overton is best remembered for? Did he win the hole in one shot? No. All right. This is this is from the uh, Ryder Cup in 2010. Okay. He's playing with Bubba Watson. Oh. this up so they're 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 playing on 2010 2010 and why is this not okay so so little technical difficulty there but this is uh, Jeff Overton playing with Bubba Watson at what course? Uh, Celtic Manor. Celtic Manor in 2010. Eighth hole. <laughs> boom, boom, baby. Boom that is baby. what Jeff Overton is best known for, is boom, baby. Boom, baby. I love it. Steady on, old chap. I, obviously not, not uh, the not U.S. broadcast. Yeah. But I would probably say steady on, old chap. Too. <laughs> All right, so that's Jeff Overton. Um, the next one I picked out is Vaughn Taylor. So, so Vaughn Taylor is from Roanoke, Roanoke, Real Southern, but uh, he went to uh, Patrick Reed School, Augusta State. Augusta State. And uh, he was there longer than Patrick Reed, right? He probably (laughs) was. He probably didn't have to transfer (laughs) from Georgia to Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so Vaughn Taylor won the. uh, I guess he owned the Reno the Reno Tahoe Open. He won in '04 and '05, and. uh, 
had two other playoff losses. Um, and then his other win, remember his other win? His other win was great. And the Reno Tahoe Open's a reverse field yeah. tournament. I can't remember his other win. So his other win, remember he beat Phil Mickelson at, the, uh, at Pebble Beach in 16. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was the AT&T, right? At the AT&T, AT&T. Pebble Beach in oh. 16. Wow. So Vaughn Taylor uh, finished tied 10th at the Masters in 07. Wow. Um, he played in 14 majors, made six cuts. Uh, he tied eighth in the players in 06, and his highest world ranking was 37th. So I always root for the guys from Virginia. Yeah, I like Von Taylor. Great swing. Seems like a nice guy. All right, so then the, the fourth one, who's I would think maybe the least remembered of these golfers, because J.J. Henry's still on tour. Von Taylor won a oh, tournament pretty yeah. And I think Jeff Overton is remembered for Boom Baby. Boom Baby, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And for keep for finishing one twenty fifth twice, um, right is huh? Brett Wetterick. Do you remember Brett Wetterick? I don't remember Brett Wetterick. I mean, you got these are these are fantastic golfers. Yeah, I mean, he, but Brett Wetterick also kind of a journeyman. So he's from Cincinnati. Um, he uh, won the two thousand six Byron Nelson, and that year, which is the year he made it onto the Ryder okay. Cup team, finished tenth on the on the points list. Wow. Um, he led the 2007 Masters after 36 holes. But you don't get anything for leading after no. 36. I guess you make the cut. You make the cut, yeah. <laughs> get a couple of, uh, what do they call it? What type of sandwiches they have? <laughs> Chickens out? Uh, Pimento. Pimento, yeah. yeah. A couple sandwiches. Uh, Some sweet tea. But his last tour season was uh, in 2010. His highest world golf ranking was 21st. He went to Wallace State Community College. Wow. Uh, two top tens in WGCs. Wow. So there are, I, I'll put a poll question up. So those are, those are the, the four candidates for the most unlikely Ryder Cup appearance yeah. in, in the international era uh, for the U.S. And, and I'll do this again probably in a couple weeks for the internationals. It, yeah, I mean, um, that's a very interesting list. You think of journeyman, you think of wins, it's a, and guys who made the Ryder Cup. So, so it, it's going to be J.J. Henry, Jeff Overton, Vaughn Taylor, and Brett Wetterick. And if anybody's out there who knows Jeff Overton, I'd love to talk to him. I mean, yeah, as a neurosurgeon, I'd love story. to talk to him and, and hear what his, what his story is. There's really very little there. I, I mean, I went, I, I didn't just do the Wikipedia thing. I, I looked to see what I could find. And there's some articles, you know, in the last year about what happened to Jeff Overton, but they just kind of stopped with the infection. Uh, the other interesting thing I saw about Jeff Overton is that his wife is an opera singer. Oh, seriously? Wow. Wow, interesting. All right. So next week will be a big week. We have the PGA yeah, Championship. The PGA. A lot of points out there for uh, these guys. A lot of points. It's going to be a great tournament. I'm excited. You know, Rory, Kenny win. Can Justin Thomas win PGA? Jordan Spieth, career grand slam. Can the career grand slam be reached? Yeah. There are a lot of things... Uh, can Patrick Reed maybe pull it out? Dustin Johnson, can he win in his home state? It's, it's a lot Kepka, of plays so well in the majors. He is he prepared? Well. Is he ready? Yeah, there's a, a lot of good headlines next week. Can um, they bring Tiger out with that guy? Hit the, they strap him to the little cart and have him hit the ball? <laughs> like the veterans? Like the veterans, yeah. Can we bring Tiger out? I don't know. I'm, like I always am, I'm rooting for Tony Finau. So am I. I, I love Tony Yeah, Finau. I love Tony Finau. I hope he wins. I really do, but you know there are so many good golfers. And Tony, Sundays, Saturdays, and Sundays are sometimes 
It's proven to be very difficult for Tony Finau. Sometimes, sometimes a struggle. Yeah. Yep. All right. Very good. Well, we'll talk to you next week after the PGA. Have a good week, everyone. Yeah, have a great week, everyone.